Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Wednesday to you, Golden Eagle fans. Listen across the state of Mississippi on the Super Talk Mississippi Network. It's the Eagle Hour. We are live today. Usually we're in Hattiesburg and Laurel at the Southern Bancor Studios. But, Kelly, we've got a outdoor studio today, courtesy of Southern Bancor in Midtown Hattiesburg. Man, this is the place to be until uh, actually about another hour. They're serving hamburgers and chips and drinks and uh, having a, a great outdoor, perfect timing because I hear there's a baseball game. There, there might be a baseball game. There might be a few people that show up. We are in uh, Hattiesburg today as we're counting down for the great matchup tonight. Southern Miss against Ole Miss. Rebels come to town. Braves World Series trophy is going to be on campus uh, too today. So uh, a great opportunity. You've got about an hour left to come join us at uh, Southern Bancor, the community celebration. Some giveaways going on. We're at the district in Midtown, and you better figure out where we are because we may or may not give away some more tickets to the UTSA series. I think I think odds are we're going to. We're going to, but, okay. but we'll see. I'm just looking at some of the things, some of the prizes that are being given away today, including uh, the USM gift basket, also a a Yeti backpack cooler valued at three hundred and forty dollars. Cane break, uh, golf, giving it away, some uh, crawfish uh, cook set, all kinds of stuff. And uh, All you got to do is sign up. Here's a guy that knows a little about Southern Bank Corps as well as Southern Miss Baseball, former Southern Miss pitcher Daniel Stewart, who is the senior vice president and commercial lender here at Southern Bank Corps. All right. Great day, by the way. Beautiful day. Thank you all for for setting up the weather. But thanks for inviting us here. here. Man, a community celebration. All kinds of people coming out uh, to, to eat. What's, uh, you know, why this, why today? Well, first and foremost, I guess we're excited about USM baseball going on tonight. So we thought, hey, let's do something to give back to our community. Um, the University of Southern Mississippi is so important to, to Hattiesburg as well. Um, we love USM athletics, and we wanted just to do a, a really celebratory day to kind of celebrate all that goes into that. Absolutely. So that's what, uh, that's what we're doing out here. You know a little about Southern Miss baseball because – A little. 20 years, <laughs> one month, and 22 days ago, not to age you or uh, I. But wow. you pitched against the Ole Miss Rebels, and uh, there was a great story going on with that. Um, got a little off a rocky start and then, little rocky. Then, then did better. Remind us of what happened that day. <laughs> yeah, we were playing in Oxford. Uh, first couple innings really rough. Coach Palmer meets me as I'm walking back to the dugout in between innings and says, it's just on you. It's either going to be really bad or really good, but you are it. <laughs> And uh, fortunately, things turned around. Too much damage had been done the first couple innings, but uh, we turned it into a respectable performance there. Uh, but anytime you go into Ole Miss, or, you know, it's, it's always a tough place to play. But um, you know, that's that's one of those. Even though we lost, still a, a pretty good memory. But you struck out eight that night. You did I struck out and eight? Uh, just, just had a little bit too much damage on the on the first couple of innings. Los Angeles Dodger 
uh, Brent Leach came in and, yeah. and relieved. But we were talking about what also happened that you threw a complete game against Mississippi State, Kelly. They got beat 19-2 to the night before. You had to bring then, it up. And you? then he comes out and throws a complete game the next night. Yeah, 19-2 to is something you want to get behind you real quickly. Oh, it was, uh, it was a very tough game to go through um so but as you can imagine that just kind of lit a spark under us um at our home field at p taylor park and so the next night we were really geared up ready to go um like i've said before i had one strikeout so the defense played really good we put some runs on the board everything came together and we were able to pull it out well, I know that if this weather didn't turn out to be like this, you guys would have had to go into Plan B real quickly. We we did an event last year, and man, the, the thunderstorms came, and we just we toughed it out. But you can't ask for a better day today. The Southern Bancorp, what's in their wheelhouse? All right, I mean, lots of different facilities. We'll talk about. Sure. Well, you know, we, we are an overall, you know, but but lots of times they have something that's really in their wheelhouse that they're especially good at. Well, you know, I think our specialty probably is not necessarily a product, but who we can help. Okay. Um, we can help those business owners that are looking to buy rental properties, invest in land, whatever it may be on those commercial type loans. But then we've got things specialized for people that, hey, maybe we've got some credit issues in the past. We want to try to repair our credit and get moving in the right direction. We've got products and services that can help assist those people as well. And along with your other traditional banking products, checking accounts, savings accounts, CDs, we've got a product to help everyone. With things in the in the economic climate right now, are people panicking? What's been the general feeling? I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'd call it panic just yet, but it is definitely a sense of concern. Sobering, you know, I, huh? Very sobering. <laughs> uh, you know, from a rate perspective, historically, we're still in a low interest right. rate environment. We've right. just been in really extremely low rates for the past few years. So right. um, it's definitely something that's concerning, and we hope that the, the powers that be can come to some type of solution. And I know we want to talk about Southern Miss stuff, but before we get off this subject. I was about to talk about food as well. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's good, too. I'm, I'm always up for that. But anybody that thinks, and it's all in perspective, because sure. you talked about how we have been in ridiculously low interest rates. Well, yeah, they have creeped up a little bit. But, folks, I remember when Jimmy Carter was president. Oh, yeah. When interest rates were 18 to 21%. Yeah. So this is nothing, nothing compared to the way it was. Compared to the way it was, this is really, really good. So, but, so yeah, so don't don't necessarily <laughs> buy into all the doom and gloom. Sure. But, you know, it is still a consideration. Sure. And we try to help everyone, you know, manage those uh, I guess, rates and terms and loan packages when it comes uh, to doing what people need to do. Eagle Hour live today outside Southern Bank Hall, right next to uh, Hotel Indigo in Hattiesburg. Important that you know where we are because there may be an opportunity later in this broadcast for you to win a set of tickets to the UTSA series um, this weekend. But a community celebration, we're live here. Y'all are grilling. Y'all are giving away stuff. All this is going on until 2. What, what what am I looking at out there with this trailer and this grill and all this, Daniel? So we've got a Coke trailer out there that was provided to us. Uh, we've got drinks. We've got hamburgers, cheeseburgers. We've got the popcorn machine going. Uh, if you're listening to hear this and you're in the area, come by, stop by. No cost to you. This is really just a free uh, celebration, like you said, for us to um, – Get to meet some people in our in our neighborhood in our community. As as Kelly said earlier, a Yeti backpack cooler. You can register uh, to to win the draw off a round of golf for four at Cane Break, a gift certificate from Randy Price and Company, a one night stay at Hotel Indigo, crawfish cooker set, a USM gift basket from our friends over at Campus Bookmark. You can see that right there. Yeah, yeah. it's it's phenomenal. You got a signed baseball by the team. As yes, well, so and, a lot of and good stuff. we should tell you. 
Scott Berry just walked up. We'll be talking to him next segment on the Eagle Hour about this game uh, tonight. Your thoughts about, uh, you know, this team this year, what a loaded pitching staff it is. First yeah. time in school history we've been inside the top five. I know as a sure. former player it's been fun for you to watch. Yeah, it really has. Uh, I'm still amazed at seeing these guys come out throwing 94, 95, 99 miles an hour. I mean, for a guy back in my day to throw 93, 95, that was really, really hard. Um, so it's amazing to see what these pitchers are doing. So arguably the best staff we've, we've ever had. Being ranked so high, though, it's, it's kind of a two-edged sword. You like to see it, and you like to be, you know, up there in the rankings, but at the same time, you got a target on your back because it's easy for these teams to come in and play, hey, we're going to beat Southern Miss. If we beat them, it's just going to make them look so much better. A game like this, uh, you play Ole Miss twice this year, Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. When you were playing, were these like hype games, or was it, you know, was it was it Rice? Was it a conference game? Or was it some of these big non-conference games, especially State and Ole Miss, that got you guys amped? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the conference games are the most important, obviously. But, you know, we played Alabama. We played Mississippi State. We played Ole Miss. Those big SEC schools that back then were, you know, always at the top of the rankings, some of the better better teams in the country. So it was always easy to gear up for those games. Uh, but then back then, Tulane. Tulane was the top yeah. two or three team in the country. When you um, had Ron Maestri down at uh, yeah. Ron Maestri coaching UNO. Yeah. The privateers were Oh, yeah. I, I can remember UNO my junior year, no hitters. So, yeah. you know, we had some really good teams back then. Where was well. Brad Wilcutt that night on a no hitter? Come on, Cutter. Oh, well, hey, I, you know, I was a pitcher. Those guys, they had, they had a good lefty pitching, and he really did have a great night. Uh, but it happens. We got we got Cliff Russell coming on Friday, yeah. so I'm sure he learned a, a thing or two from from you for sure. So many so many great teammates. But with sure. about a minute to go before the break, you you've seen the unique perspective as a player now as a businessman. What does it mean for any university to have a team performing at this caliber? What does it mean for business sure. for a team to be performing at this at this caliber and a tournament coming to town? I think people yeah. don't understand how huge that is for business. It, it is huge, and you know I'm probably not the the guy to answer the questions. You know, probably some of our ADP guys are, but the economic impact that that brings to our town, number one, uh, just Lamar County and Forest County, I forgot how many millions of dollars that's going to bring in. Uh, it's just it's so important for what's going on in our area. Um, recruiting, you know, we're this is a big stage now. So uh, it gives us some recruiting power as well as we move forward. Talking to uh, Daniel Stewart, Senior Vice President, and commercial lender here at Southern Bancor. Man, thanks for your time. Thanks for the invite. We're going to have, have you back on fourth segment. Sure. Going to talk a little more. Hey, uh, we're at 3002 Hardy Street at Southern Bancor. We're going to give away a set of tickets to the UTSA series, but you got to come here in person. Don't cause any automobile wrecks. Don't break any traffic laws in Hattiesburg. But, Kelly, first person to show up at the Super Talk 10 outside Southern Bancor, you will win a set of tickets this weekend to the UTSA Series. If you are wearing navy blue and red, no need to show up. You are ineligible. USM fans <laughs> only. Come see us. You could win a set of tickets. Eagle Hour continues with head coach Scott Berry right after this. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. 
Eagle Hour live at Southern Bancor, 3002 Hardy Street in Midtown. Just remember, if you're the first person to show up, don't break any traffic laws. But, Kelly, what are we giving away? We are giving two tickets for this weekend series with UTSA coming to town. Two tickets for Friday, two tickets for Saturday, two tickets for Sunday afternoon. So come see us, and uh, we will hook you up for this weekend. Privileged to have the skipper. Of the Golden Eagles joining us now, Scott Berry, coaches game day. Thanks for uh, giving us uh, some time today. We appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure. You know, we we don't play till six, so I got a little time to to kill before we get there. And so, that no better way than to come on and talk with you guys. But I must tell you, coach, that that you can't come on anymore this week. Otherwise, <laughs> Super Talk would have to put you on payroll. <laughs> and, and we've been told that. Well, coaches don't apply. They don't. They don't get the NILs. So we, you don't, do you? No, we don't. That's a so. whole different story. Anyway, let's talk tonight. And and with Ole Miss coming into town, um, probably the uh, the the story. And, and you touched on this, I think, last week. Can we talk a little about Matt Adams? And uh, I, I think a lot of people have seen the performances the last few weeks, but they don't know some of the struggles that he's had. I know in the off season, I mean, he worked really hard. He bulked up a little bit, but you kind of hinted at it that it's been you know kind of a roller coaster for him. And I know it's been you've been really happy to see him the last two weeks in the midweeks. Yeah, you know, he's he's pitched for us in the last two midweeks uh, and, and really just pitched outstanding. One night, the first one was against Southeastern down there, both of them on the road, and then at South Alabama last week. Uh, the young man is is has continued to work hard he's had a good attitude his out his prior outing to to southeastern was back i think on march the 9th uh way back there so kind of hit a little idle and and you know during that outing that was against south alabama uh gave up a gave up a three-run homer that night and just kind of how things uh victim of circumstances just really didn't get back out there but then suffered a little bit what we call an impingement in the shoulder area so that kind of sidelined him and kind of took him off from the active list and us being able to use him so he went through a rehab period and then obviously when he's coming off from that we started throwing him against some live hitters on some off days along with some other pitchers just giving them some live live abs with, with some guys who hadn't been getting a lot of abs and then those pitchers getting live abs against the hitters and man he looked terrific two two weeks in a row i mean he was really sound his velocity was up there, 92, 93, really good breaking ball. He's always had a good changeup. And it just became that night against Southeastern, you know, let's give this young man a shot here. Uh, you know, we've tried some other guys in that midweek. We need to find out what sure. we have in the future anyway, how we can use them. And, you know, stars born every day, and certainly he was that time. We, we've gotten to know with this pitching staff kind of the repertoire and, of course, what Tanner Hall does and Waldrop does. What, what does Matt really throw that knocks, that keeps hitters, you know, on their on their toes? Well, he really, he really can locate a fastball. You know, he's going to pitch off his fastball, and Coach Oz is going to tell you that everybody's going to pitch off their fastball. Uh, and, and certainly that's what Matt does. But he's got a really good breaking ball, 12-6 breaking ball, and uh, and it's straight down. I mean, it's from, like, if you're looking for people that don't know what I'm talking about, it's like looking at a clock, and it starts at the 12 o'clock and goes straight down to 6 o'clock. Uh, there's not really much side to it. It's just it's just like running, rolling off a table. But he also has real deceptive changeup that makes that fastball even better. So those are three things. I think he's got the, the other intangibles are the composure, the presence on the mound, uh, just just the ability to calm the game and, and keep it under control. One of the things that's usually concerning, Coach, with any coach headed down the stretch like this is fatigue from the pitching staff. You start to see arms drop just a little bit, and, and not just because it's been a long season. Any signs of fatigue, any concerns that your staff overall, which has been pretty deep, 
any signs at all of any fatigue? No, not really. I mean, you know, we we have a great preventive program. Our, our strength coach, Todd Makovica, you know, does a great job. Sven Pearson, our, our trainer, do a great job after the after they pitch of, of really being able to flush the system and, and get them back. And so I think, you know, what they're doing is certainly enabling those guys to be fresh every time out. But having said that, you never know when somebody's going to start getting a little fatigue. And, and certainly when you, you, you've got guys like Matt Adams that are showing really, really uh, good, good, good signs of helping us. Justin Storm is another one from the left side. You know, it, it's encouraging to know that as we make this stretch run. The body language on your team at this point of the year, Coach, everything good there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, of course, uh, we've, we've stumbled a couple weekends at UAB a couple weekends ago, and then this past weekend against Old Dominion. I mean, you know, the, the, both those teams played really well. Yeah. Am I going to tell you that we, we played well? Probably not, you know, not certainly in that 27-day stretch where we uh, we didn't lose. But, you know, having said that, uh, you know, I think our guys are very confident going out there. I agree. We're, yeah. we're going to have to have some people step up. I mean, there's, you know, with, with we're, Reese Ewing still out. I yeah. mean, that's a that's a big hole right there, your three-hole hitter and, and arguably your your best outfielder. And uh, so, you know, with, with I said well, I said Reese, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you okay. said Reese. Uh, so, uh, you know, we, I don't know when we're going to get him back, but until then, got to have guys step up. We're live today at the Southern Bank or uh, Bank right outside of Hotel Indigo in Midtown. Uh, community celebration today. Scott Berry, gracious enough to, to uh, cross Hardy Street, come visit with us. I had Ole Miss tonight. You got them 10 to 7 uh, a little over a month ago. I, a lot of people, you know, Ole Miss is, even though they dodge us in football, they've never dodged us in baseball, and part of that is because of Coach Bianco. And I know within the three coaches, Lamonis is, is kind of the newest to the table, but a great relationship between these two baseball programs, a great respect from Oxford to Hattiesburg and, and Hattiesburg to Oxford. Well, uh, you're exactly right. Coach Bianco and myself, we both came to the state, or I came to Southern Miss in 2000. He came to to, uh, to Ole Miss in 2000 as well. We both started at the same time. So 22 years in, uh, you know, we've been really good friends since then. Uh, there's a mutual respect there. Uh, certainly a big rival as far as both teams really competing. But, you know, I think that's one thing about baseball that's different from other sports. Coaches usually don't dodge one another. I think, you know, it's 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 just and, – and maybe that's because administrations kind of let coaches handle the schedule, you know, <laughs> yeah. in all honesty, because I know he handles his schedule, I handle mine, uh, you know, and there's not that influence of, of what you have out of basketball and football trying yeah. to make money deals and that sort of thing. That's a great point um, you, you bring up. So uh, tonight, really the uh, the fourth game with a big scoreboard. Pete should be electric tonight. And just talk a little about you know the, that, what the scoreboard brings and the atmosphere. And I know it's, it's hard to get in the game tonight. It may be a little costly to get in the game tonight, but we need – Lots of eagles at the peak tonight. Well, we do, and I think we're gonna we're gonna see that. I mean, it's gonna be a record-breaking crowd. I think all-time highest number of people that have seen a Southern Miss game. I mean, I don't since I've been here in 22 years, I don't know if I've ever heard them say sold out. Uh, so that has to tell me that we've reached capacity, which is higher than what we've ever done before. Uh, you know, it's gonna be electric. You asked about the video board. You know, we're going to have a ribbon cutting for that tonight at 5:45 to uh, to just show the appreciation of everybody that in, uh, invested in that, making that happen. Uh, you know, it is it's it, it's about game day experience. You know, it's about entertainment, uh, and and certainly that board has done that. I don't think we've even begun to 
tap into what it's capable of doing. We're kind of learning on the job, but our marketing guys that are that are running the board right now, to me, have done a tremendous job, especially just as quick as it happened, and you had to learn really quick to do it. But it's it's a game changer for us. I think it's going to be a game changer in recruiting and everything that goes into to what kids want, facilities, and, and what they're looking for. Monday when you were with us on the Eagle Hour, Coach, you said that, that with Ewing being out of the lineup, the, the chemistry was just a little, a little bit off, but it's on the other side of the coin, is there anything that you're exceptionally pleased with, with the way that this team has performed and where they are as you head into the home stretch? Well, they still stay very close to one another, you know, and, and, and Charlie Fisher, who hasn't had any time in the outfield prior to, to me putting him in this past weekend, you know, I thought he's answered it really well. He's made a couple of nice plays out there, and, and you know, that's a kid that's been here now four years. I like Charlie year. Fisher. And he's, man. you know, I mean, he's never played out there. Now he works yeah. every day at practice out there and we played him in, in inner squads back in the fall and in the preseason uh, before we got going in February. But an actual game experience, which is totally different than everything else, uh, you know, he had never had any time in there. And I think he's done a great job for us. Um, a lot of, you know, rankings. I'm not talking about one through 25, but a lot of people talking about who's the best second baseman, best shortstop in the country. You've had a lot of great pairs come through here. McGillis and, and Dickerson, pretty good. They complement each other really well. You know, I think there's that mutual respect. There's that, the ability to know what one's doing before he does it, and and that's called anticipation. And when you have anticipation, you know you're gonna have you're gonna have success because you're you're not caught off guard in that. And I think those two guys working together over the last year, and even back in in uh, in 2020, when we were short in that, that year, they had time to work together and really have that feel for one another. He's in the five hole now, but 12 home runs out of the seven hole with McGillis, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you know, and we have to adjust, and we may have to adjust it a little bit. might be a little different tonight, too, in, the, in all honesty, uh, just trying to juggle this thing around and, and find our, our best combination how it's going to work to win a game. Coach, we appreciate your time on game day. Go get them tonight. We'll be behind you. And Kelly? Still got some tickets to give away. Yeah, we do. Well, we may not. I don't know. We've got some people standing around. I don't know who, who might be first in line. But if they're not here, then, yeah, you have to be the first one to show up here at Southern Bank or in the town. UT. For the UTSA series this weekend on Friday, uh, Saturday, and Sunday, and Coach, I know that I know that you get paid as a coach, but let me just say I enjoy your work, and I understand that it's work. So thank you. Well, thank you very much. Of course, I'm I'm surrounded by some really good sure. ones, from assistant coaches to players to administrators to support staff. So uh, those are the people that make you look good, I can assure you, and I'm grateful for them. Coach, we appreciate your time. Scott Barry on the Eagle Hour. We will continue from the community celebration at Southern Bank or still come get you a burger. They'll be out here until 2 o'clock. Eagle Hour continues right after this. Southern Miss to the top. Back in Midtown in Hattiesburg, 
Will the Thrill Tony back in the studio in Hattiesburg pushing the buttons. Michael Mergens, our on-set producer. Kelly Sander along with Luke Johnson here at the community celebration at Southern Bancor that will be going on until the top of the hour at 2 o'clock. Come and get uh, cheeseburgers, hamburgers, all the condiments that go along with it, ice-cold drinks. And getting ready for the big game tonight. They've got the popcorn popper going uh, so that you can be among the first people to get to Pete Taylor Park this afternoon. That is, if you have a ticket. Southern Miss fans are selling tickets to each other. I guess some Ole Miss fans are having access to those tickets, but uh, which is customary to folks in Oxford. The tickets are $500 each. There were some guys in, in the roost <laughs> over the weekend that were wearing like Minnesota twin stuff in honor of Brian Dozier. And I was like, bro, don't wear that twin stuff Wednesday night. Like yeah. just from a distance at all, yeah, you, it all looks the same. You're right. Every Wednesday we go down to uh, New Orleans to talk to uh, Patrick McGee of NOLA.com. And, and, Patrick, you have released uh, your NCAA regional projections, D1 also with their weekly Baseball America. Let's let's start with yours. And uh, the common theme in all three of these is that Southern Miss is a is a host. Hattiesburg would be hosting a regional, not a, a national seed. But where do you have Southern Miss? I've got uh, Southern Miss right now is a is a 15 seed. Uh, obviously, dropping back, losing consecutive weekend series. Uh, they're still in okay shape. Whenever you go over the overall resume, even though Southern Miss has trailed off a little bit, <clears throat> and plus, what really helps Southern Miss is uh, conference you as a USA is in the top five overall in terms of RPI. Uh, so that really puts Southern uh, Conference USA in position that really have a host team. That, you know, the best team coming out of Conference USA uh, is Southern Miss right now, and they've got the resume to do it. So uh, you look at the other projections, they're as high as a 12 seed. I, I think it's the one that has them as a 14, and I have them at 15. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Southern Miss is in a good spot to host right now. They just need to have a good week or two. Looking over some of your numbers, Patrick, one of the things that jumps out to me is that right now, and of course this is all for fun, right? But right now you do not have Georgia hosting. I'm interested in your thought process there. Yeah, well, if you go to the Baseball American D1 projections, uh, they differ greatly on this. Baseball America has Georgia as an eight seed, while both I and, and, D, and D1 Baseball don't have Georgia hosting at all. Uh, I was really surprised because I saw Baseball America today before I saw D1, and I was kind of scratching my head on why uh, Georgia was so high in the D1 rankings. Uh, but the, the, the reason, obviously, they're there is they're number nine in RPI, but if you go through the Georgia schedule, uh, they're coming off a series loss against Vanderbilt, which is nothing to really kind of hang your head about, but Georgia's lost five weekend series this season, and that's pretty substantial. Uh, so that just makes me think that RPI over over the time, I mean, they're just above 500 in SEC play. Uh, they're certainly not a top eight seed. Uh, but right now I just think Georgia is probably just on the outside looking in as the host team. They've got a similar resume to what Auburn has. I got Auburn as, let's see, where do I have Auburn? I have Auburn as a 13, and uh, I think Georgia is right there not far behind them. Uh, but Auburn's just in their position. They've been better. They've been more consistent team than I would say Georgia's been. Meanwhile, there's another team with the name Georgia in its title that will be a rival of Southern Miss next year in the Sun Belt, and that is Georgia Southern. Rodney Hennon's in his 14th season at Georgia Southern, and the Eagles, as they are called, are a team that you should not sleep on either. Georgia Southern. No, no, they're they're a good team. I think the problem for both. Georgia Southern is that they've got Texas State also there in the conference with them, and those are two teams that are kind of on the edge also as potential hosts. So 
Uh, one of those teams really kind of has to separate themselves, or they might kind of weigh them weigh each other down. Uh, you know, it's, it's Sun Belt's a good conference this year. Uh, uh, Texas State's RPI probably isn't where it needs to be in terms of a host uh, and some other things. But both, both Georgia Southern and Texas State right now are definitely potential hosts that they can close out strong. Patrick, you have uh, Southern Miss as the 15th seed. Georgia is the two. Uh, East Carolina uh, and, uh, would be the three seed, the familiar foe, and then Columbia as four. Southern Miss, uh, if they were to win that, you have them paired with the Corvallis, which is Oregon State, which is Rutgers, Florida, and Fairfield. Yeah, I'm okay with 15. I just don't want to be 16 and be paired with Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, if you're Southern Miss, you want to you want to be able to kind of uh, uh, move up. Uh, you don't want to be a 15. You don't want to be a 16. If you're around an 11 or a 12, that's a pretty good spot to be because you really don't want to have to go to Oregon State or a Tennessee if you're a 15 or 16. So it's really important for Southern Miss to kind of boost, you know, boost their chances of really advancing uh, deep in the tournament by really kind of playing well these next two weeks and, and getting out of this potential anywhere, anywhere from 14 to 16. D1 has Southern Miss at 14 with Florida, Georgia Tech, and Fairfield. Baseball America, as Patrick mentioned a little earlier, Southern Miss as the 12 with Florida State, Coastal Carolina, and uh, and McNeese. And Coastal Carolina, another Sun Belt. Yeah, another Sun Belt. So that, that would be exciting, too. What What is the, the ceiling? Do you think they can get to an 11 or a 10 if they were to, you know, win the regular season and the tournament? Uh, if they were to win the regular season and get knocked out of the tournament without winning it, you know, maybe a quarterfinal, would would uh, would they be land in this 14-15 area? Yeah, I think you're right about that. If they play well and, and win the regular season title in the conference tournament, I think you're looking at a 10 or 11. Now, if they did something crazy stupid like, you know, just win the rest of their games, they could get there and that, you know, maybe lose one more. Uh, they can maybe get back into that top eight discussion, possibly get into the eight, but uh, yeah, right now, if, if they play well this week, uh, they've got a pretty good RPI schedule the rest of the way with Ole Miss, UTSA, Middle Tennessee. So you've got a chance to kind of move up. Uh, so if you play well these next two weeks, uh, you can, you know, going into the conference tournament, you're feeling pretty good, pretty good about hosting and possibly as a 10 or 11. Talking to Patrick McGee and We're outside Southern Bancor at the community celebration. About uh, 15 minutes left if you want to sign up for some great door prizes and get some some free. Uh, still got hamburgers and, and cheeseburgers <coughs> and popcorn still uh, there. All right, Patrick, one more question. Uh, who needs this game more tonight, Ole Miss or Southern Miss? Well, I mean, Ole Miss needs every game. Uh, so I, I guess you could probably make the case that Ole Miss really needs this. Uh, to boost their cases, boost their RPI, but uh, both teams really need this badly. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I talked to Bob earlier this season. Southern Miss's goal at this point, you know, a month ago, became becoming a, a top eight seat. So if Southern Miss wants to get back in that discussion as a potential top eight, they really need need to win every game from here on out. So Southern Miss really needs this game, but Ole Miss needs it basically on their survival as a potential postseason team. Right now, they're very much on the outside looking in. Uh, they need to win pretty much. Uh, pretty much every game the rest of the way and show up in the SEC tournament and, and have a nice run. So uh, I would say Ole Miss is the more desperate team at this point. All right, Patrick, let's shift gears and talk about the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the National Football League will televise 
are actually televising the unveiling of the fall schedule with dates and actual games being listed in dates. That's tomorrow night. But the Saints have already been projected as having the seventh toughest schedule in the NFL, the seventh toughest schedule along with the Raiders. Uh, what are your thoughts on what's been revealed so far regarding the Saints' schedule? And they're headed overseas as well. Yeah, yeah, and I was talking to Luke earlier about it. I mean, it's, it is a tough schedule. And going overseas, they're losing a the home game in the process. Uh, so that tells you how really tough the schedule is going to be for the Saints this year. It's just, uh, you know, things aren't really breaking their way. They lost a home game last year because of a hurricane. And Lord knows they're hoping they don't have to contend with something else this year. Uh, so it's, you know, and you got the Bengals are on this. They're playing AFC North. So you got a Super Bowl team that you're playing. Overall, it's going to be a really tough schedule. What I'm hearing, we might hear, uh, find out that who they'll who they'll be playing in the season opener tonight uh, before they release the schedule. We're still trying to hash that out. Maybe we'll have it, maybe we won't. Uh, but I think there's a good chance we'll find out who they're playing in the season opener tonight. And the Honey Badger making a splash in his return to New Orleans, the New Orleans area, is that his jersey is the hottest-selling jersey that New Orleans has right now. Teron Matthew. Uh, big news as he is headed back to New Orleans for sure now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, you knew as soon as he uh, uh, signed that contract, he was going to be uh, the, he was going to make a lot of folks a lot of money with the, his his jersey because he's a, a New Orleans legend, a Louisiana guy. He's really got every tie you'd want. You know, coming back as a New Orleans Saint, so he's a fan favorite. And, uh, and now, you know, for the longest life, LSU fans complain about the Saints not signing enough. Uh, LSU guys, but uh, now you know they can kind of hush up for a little bit. Now they got the Honey Badger on the roster. Yeah, that Minnesota Vikings game. We do know that the Saints will play Minnesota over in London. Uh, that mm-hmm. one has already been set for Sunday night, October second. We do know that one. It'll be televised so in the morning. They'll be playing. Yeah, they'll be playing in the afternoon. But yeah, yeah. Patrick, New Orleans won't be awake at eight thirty for kickoff on that one. <laughs> Well, well, I don't I, know. They could just be coming in from the night before. From the LSU game. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guarantee you they'll be, just, they'll be tailgating at 3 in the morning. Uh, that's, what, <laughs> yeah. that's what Saints fans will be doing. Good stuff. Well, Patrick, we appreciate your time, man. We'll catch you next Wednesday. Thanks for coming on today. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Patrick McGee of NOLA.com. you got about 10 minutes left. A couple cheeseburgers, hamburgers here. We are at the Community Celebration at Southern Bancor in Midtown, Hattiesburg, we'll wrap up the Eagle Hour right after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment today, live at Southern Bank or the outside Southern Bank or studios. They, of course, are our studio sponsor. 
the Southern Bancor Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg for Super Talk Laurel and Super Talk Hattiesburg. Happy to be out here for this community celebration uh, today. Oh, no, no, wait a minute. Is that, is that kid walking by with an Ole Miss hat? Yep. It, it did. It said Ole Miss. Oh, he already, he already got jumped. So Okay, yeah, good, good. That's, that's Because I, I had a shank ready. They, they train, yeah. them, train them well here yeah. in in Midtown. Uh, a couple news and notes. Three members of the Southern Miss softball team have earned all-conference USA honors. Tata Davis and Destiny Brown, second year in a row, they've been first-team all-conference. Jana Lee named to the all-freshman team. And a couple of promotions. First in the minor leagues, Walker Powell getting called up to the high-A South Bend Cubs. And uh, he's had a really, really good spring so far. Had a five shutout innings with six strikeouts back on May the 1st. So uh, congratulations to him. And your boy, Kirk McCarty, got the yeah. call up to the show again. And let, I hope he'll get to – I hope he'll – get to stay there for an extended period of time to see what he can do long haul you know so we are uh, at southern bank or daniel stewart for, former southern miss pitcher and senior vice president commercial lender here at southern bank or all right daniel put your uh, your baseball hat on tonight eagles take okay. on the rebels uh, rebels trying to avenge a 10-7 eagle win up in uh, up in pearl uh, about a month or so ago all time in hattiesburg southern miss leads 31 to 23 this is the, if my math does me right, the 142nd meeting wow. of these teams since 1913. Southern Miss has won the last three out of five. Game like this, I mean, there's a lot on the line. Pride's on the line, but we were talking regional projections. Most people have Southern Miss in the 14-15 range. Eagles need to win tonight. This will be a good RPI win, but Definitely. if you've watched this team this year, what do they need to do tonight? I think they they need to stick with what they've been doing. Um, Don't try to recreate the wheel. They've been playing good defense. Pitching's been exceptional. Um, Cut down on maybe a few of the mistakes. Uh, I I think they're they're in position to to do well tonight. I know you were a pitcher, um, but understanding the game of baseball, you know, baseball's baseball. We saw Saturday against Old Dominion. They hit the ball on the screws. You just got to keep grinding. Eventually, base hits will, will have to fall. They do. You know, you, Coach Barry used to always say, never get too high, never get too low. You can't let the conditions that just happened, where the bad or good, affect the next play or the next pitch. You have to just keep going. Um, so you have to grind it out, and uh, good things will happen. And it's a sport that's unusual in the sense that you are uh, you are going to fail much more than you more. than you succeed. And, and in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you, you, you yeah. can hit. You can be successful <laughs> three out of ten times. And be a Hall of Famer, but I want to I want to toot the horn of of uh, Southern Bancor for just a moment because to show you the heart behind this company, and I've asked several of the executives independent of each other, so the the answer is consistent that they are so generous, so understanding, and so caring that they will even help Ole Miss fans if they need it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm just saying. That but, is but, there, but Southern is out of in the, the title. Of our heart, yes, we will definitely yeah. <laughs> help. Mississippi State fans, Ole Miss fans. But it's South an Arkansas-based company, right? It is. Home home offices in Little Rock, Arkansas. And we actually had this pretty interesting. I think you were talking to him, too. So the dude from Fayetteville just showed up. He drove eight hours to watch this game, and I think he's a Razorback fan. So his brother is actually our bank CEO. Uh, but his name is Thomas O'Lamey. This, uh, our CEO is John O'Lamey. Thomas is a huge baseball fan, has – on his way down, was listening to podcasts and trying to get as much Southern inform- uh, Southern uh, Miss information he could, and was just so excited to meet Coach Barry. Well, the whole Ole Miss team is Olamy, as far as I'm, <laughs> as far, as far as I'm concerned. Ole Miss throwing uh, 
righty tonight, junior Drew McDaniel, 4-2 and with a 5-2-7 ERA. Eagles got one run off of him in Pearl earlier this year. Matt Adams, of course, we talked about him with the interview with Coach Barry. If you're listening to this a little later or you missed that interview with Coach Barry, go back. There's good stuff on Matt Adams, how he's kind of overcome uh, some shoulder issues. But uh, he's 1-0 and with a 5-8-4 ERA. We should mention... After his first appearance, he had like a right at 14 ERA, so he's brought it down a, a good nine runs with two outstanding midweeks. Midweek games as a starting pitcher, was it weird or versus the weekend? Well, you know, it was um, usually the games that were the Alabamas, were the Ole Misses, were the Mississippi State, so you played some of those bigger names. Of course, there was, you know, University of uh, Southeastern Louisiana and UNO and um, – you were on the same routine as a pitcher as you were on if you're a weekend starter, um, but you had the opportunity to maybe play what was considered maybe some of those bigger teams. So it was the same grind, the same uh, work behind uh, every day, which you had to do whether therapy and your conditioning and your long toss. Uh, it was just on a different schedule, yeah, but I, you had to be prepared to pitch on the weekend. That's if you unique. Needed to. That's a unique yeah. perspective because when I was yeah. on the bench, it didn't matter whether it was. <laughs> It was during the week or on the weekend. Well, Kelly, I'm sure you were ready to go if you were called. He was on. always ready. But that was never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Quick, final prediction, what you got? Southern Miss, uh, 10 runs, Old Miss tonight. He lives in dreamland. Give me a realistic one. I, I think USM, 5-2. I'll go 6-4. I'll go Landon, Landon Harper, the dog, Comes shuts, in them close, down, uh, yeah. shuts them down late. Hey, yeah, Daniel. I, I do think it'll be close, too. I was just joking. But, but uh, it is. Been- I hope you're right. Well, me I too. hope you're right, me your too. initial. It's going to be an electric environment to play in tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Good stuff. Been a great day at Southern Bancor. Hey, man, thanks for hosting us sure. today. Thank you. Glad you guys and came. And thanks for uh, sponsoring our, our studios every single day. Glad to do it. We will be – I won't be there. i got class tomorrow, but Kelly will be in the Southern Bancor studio in uh, Hattiesburg tomorrow. We'll talk through this game as well as uh, – who's on tomorrow? John Stewart, John, yeah. track and field coach. And uh, Derek Gwynn is going to join us, former uh, former writer – for Stadium Sports, who covered Southern Miss. Conference USA Championships coming up this weekend. That'll be it from Midtown. Go cheer on the Eagles tonight. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. the top. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle. Let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.